It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. I got some good news, people. I got some really, 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 really good news that proves that the left is getting curb stomped. The Department of Homeland Security is reportedly pausing the Disinformation Governance Board three weeks after its creation was challenged by Republicans. Maybe because it's a, a Marxist, communist, giant flaming affront to the First Amendment. Nina Jankowitz, uh, we have a local dinner theater. It's actually very good near me. It's in Overland Park, Kansas. And uh, they get some great names there. They get ex-cast members of the uh, Parks and Recreation and, and uh, Cheers and so. I think Norm from Cheers was there in the dinner. The, maybe you're not. You could be supporting cast. But uh, uh, Nina Jankowitz uh, does not have a job. I have taken this incredibly serious since the day it was sneaked into testimony by Alejandro Mayorkas that they would create a disinformation governance board that the government would decide what is information and if anything is said that is contrary to that information it would be labeled disinformation and misinformation I want the people who created this to be held accountable. I want them to be shamed publicly. I want the constitutionality of this proposal to be questioned. I want Alejandro Mayorkas in the breadline. I mean, honestly, what a joke. What a gigantic affront to freedom of this country. What a gigantic, shameful affront to the one piece of legislation that has caused the United States to become the greatest piece of individual and economic liberty in the history of mankind, and that anyone would suggest that we follow the 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 lead of Joseph Stalin in 1923 with his disinformation board. I am so, I, I, uh, let me just real quick. Thank you, God. I want to thank God. Because creating this, by doing this, that's evil. That's evil. Nina Jankowitz, Nina Jerkowitz, go work in dinner theater. My God in heaven. Not only they'd create a disinformation governance board, they'd put this tool in charge of it, this 33-year-old dolt in charge of it, who for years has been espousing anti-Republican beliefs, anti-Republican, anti-right, anti-this, anti-that, and she suddenly gets to become the disinformation governance board czarina. Well, it's done. You did it. You guys did it. You guys were the ones who said this is unacceptable. And before it could even get its work started, you canceled them. Yes, life is good. Bumbering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. Nina Jankowitz, go back to dinner theater. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. Think about that. Doesn't she sound like the dog catcher from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, lie, little lie. Come on, little children. It's how you hide a little, lie, little lie. Little children, I've got candy. Rudy Giuliani shared that intel from Ukraine. Or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain. And Nina Jankowitz operates with half a brain. They're laundering disinfo when we really sh- I write parodies for a living. So take note and not support their lies with... And your, and your agency is a joke. Hey! Our wallet voice or vote. Oh, information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress 
or mainstream outlets focus. Inflammation's origin seems slightly less atrocious. You know, she's uh, actually quite talented for being a bat crap crazy leftist. <sighs> yeah, the disinformation bureau didn't fly, did it? Uh, let's just add that to the victory column. I've been talking to you guys. We're, we're winning. We're winning. We're winning on this gendered nonsense. We're winning on this this no sexualization of our children. We're winning on this bullcrap with regard to CRT. We're winning on this border. We're going to get this border back, and we're going to stop this nonsense. We're going to we're going to take back our sovereignty as a country. We won on masks. We win on truth. We will win on the 2020 election. We will. It will happen. You cannot just say it's a big lie without proving to me that it didn't happen. We're winning. So the two questions I get asked, Rob, I'm worried about the future of the country. What's going to happen? I say, you hang in there. You keep fighting. We're going to win. What's going to happen to the country? We're going to come out of this, and we're going to look back, and we're going to go, the nonsense lost. The class of 1968, they sat around in their faculty lounges, and they mentally masturbated for 50 years, for 55 years. And ultimately, when they decided to float it all, to put all their cards, show all of their cards after Barack Obama was a president, and now Barack Obama essentially is running the government. He is. And they decided they'd put all their cards on the table because they felt like they had some sort of headwinds, I guess. I, I don't, not even headwinds, the tailwinds. And they never did. They never did. The class of 1968 is always thoroughly rejected. Otherwise, Bernie Sanders would be the president always being rejected and this time not only are you going to get beaten your your dreams of of running the country and and making the united states into a marxist socialist workers paradise they're going down in flames they're going down in flames and we didn't even need you know no civil war necessary if you're worried about that and the great thing is that joe biden despite saying he was going to bring us together and driving us apart has actually brought us together to say no to this crap (laughs) <laughs> to say no to defunding the police. That's, that was brilliant, wasn't it? Wasn't it brilliant? Defunding the police. And, and the, the number of murders went through the ceiling in America's cities, went through the ceiling when they announced defunding the police. Do you think the majority of Americans are absolutely cool with smash and grab as long as it's under $1,000? Do you think they're cool, or do you think the most of Americans want to just take the people, grab the stuff in the grocery bag, walking out of the CVS, trip them, and then then beat the snot out of them. How about that? What do you feel like more? Do you, when you when you watch the videos of the guys going in and smashing out the uh, storefront windows and stealing handbags and jewelry, do you go, you know, I think that those people are underrepresented and uh, and they are uh, underprivileged and uh, and the white privileged people of this country can't understand their plight, so I think we should let them steal everything. Or do they go, Man, they better hope they don't bring that S to my neighborhood because they will get the beatdown of a lifetime. Most Americans, black, white, green, yellow, purple, trans, cis, whatever, they choose the latter. Thanks for uniting us, Jose. (laughs) The Department of Homeland Security reportedly pausing the disinformation governance board three weeks after its creation was proposed, three weeks after idiots on the news media like last night decided this was really a good thing. 
this is really a good thing. We heard it yesterday. We heard Chuck Todd talking about how it was a good thing because of all the white supremacy out there. The way the right tried to weaponize the idea that the the DHS was going to essentially try and attempt to, to monitor hateful rhetoric. Right. right. They, they want to make it seem as if yeah, they were just trying to monitor hateful rhetoric. The DHS was just trying to monitor hateful rev- rhetoric. It's some sort of big brother. And it's like this is always what the right does to appease the white supremacist movement by saying, hey, free speech. Boy, did he just get his uh, his butt kicked. Yeah. And here's their, here's your Nina Jerkowitz. Uh, uh, literally, literally disinformation for profit, real, literally telegraphing who she's going after. Critical race theory has become one of those hot button issues that. Uh, the Republicans and, and other, you know, disinformers um, who are engaged in disinformation for profit, frankly. There are plenty of... Yeah, know- go get a job. Get the bleep out of here. Go to dinner theater. What else could she do? There's got to be a little community theater that she can do, the karaoke bar. She could own some karaoke as long as she does show tunes. Uh, you know, she could do that. Let's go to Tom in Catonsville. Hello there, Tom, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Hey, Rob. So, yeah, I agree with you. I mean... All Americans, they really need to bring the Republicans uh, back into power in the next election. But we all need to think even a little bigger. Yes. The Republicans need veto-proof majorities in both houses. Yep. They, need to, they need to be able to take this stuff apart piece by piece. If yep. they don't get in there with the veto-proof majority, it's just going to be a holding pattern for two years. And they're going to try to keep doing all these little things they're doing. I know. But if we can yeah. get in there and get all that stuff broken apart, when we win again in 2024, we'll be, we'll be better in a place to to really move on from there you know we need to make joe biden into more than just a lame duck we need to make him into a roast duck uh you know that 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 roasts for two years (laughs) yeah exactly exactly right you know you order those ahead of time and you go to a chinese place you you order the peking duck takes two days you know to make uh that's what we need to do with joe biden to make sure his his uh his lame duck is perfectly cooked. We need to start preparing with veto-proof majorities right now. Exactly, because you know, you know, it's one thing uh, people talk about. Yes. Uh, they talk about the impeaching him. Uh, that's fine, but that doesn't get our gas prices down, and no. that doesn't get people back to work. That doesn't get pipelines built. That doesn't get the wall built. But yes, if we sir. Can get, if we can get them to pass these laws and then override his veto, we can get some things going. I mean, yeah. the people, a lot of people are really hurting out there. It's so sad. The baby formula, that whole thing, yeah. they, they can't do anything right. Oh, uh, you know, 100%. Uh, you know what it's called, Tom? It's called the crap touch. <laughs> I told Joe Biden's got the crap touch, man. Anything that's gold, he touches, and he turns to crap. That's what the crap touch is all about. Right, and, and it uh, and, real and people. It, it does, and, and people are suffering. Listen, we have, for the 15th day in a row, the highest gas prices in history. That's the last two weeks. Joe Biden, he his solution was to beg OPEC and to uh, release money from the uh, the oil reserve in case of times of war, and he's selling it to Europe. Right. <laughs> so, right. what what do you expect? And it wasn't that long ago we would turn on the radio every day, stock market going up, record increase, unemployment going down, record low unemployment for everybody. It was just within very recent history. It's very possible, everybody. We just have to demand it. Amen, bro. You just got to say no, Tom. That's <laughs> what I said. You just got to say no. Yeah, thanks. All right. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. I need to hear this now, I think. Where is it? Where's my crap touch? Crap touch. Energy independence, everybody. What did Joe Biden do to energy independence? Crap touch. 
That's right. What did Joe Biden do to COVID? Because uh, 600,000 people have died under his watch. Crap touch. What about, uh, what is it? Oh, baby formula. Crap touch. Yeah, what about the southern border, everybody? Crap touch. Yes, that is uh, copyright Rob Carson, 2022. Joe Biden's crap touch. It's uh, charting right now at number one on the Billboard charts. Joe Biden turning everything to crap. A <laughs> uh, one person who will be out of work, um, uh, as well as this uh, Nina Jankowicz, is Nancy Pelosi. Hopefully, after next year, will be out of work, or certainly not the Speaker of the House anymore. We have a brand new Nancy Pelosi theme song for you. There's Ladies. more bang for the buck. It's the term they use. Jim by investing in food stamps than in any tax cuts. Nazi's not well. She's not all there. Close down a shop just to do her hair. Before she speaks, she doesn't think. Thanks to Botox, she cannot blink. Jim Gossett singing. Seldom do you see any honesty. Yes. A gal of bad intent who's content to be. Sing the chorus. Speaker of the house with the frozen face. Tearing up Trump's speech was a real disgrace. Never makes much sense, just like Sleepy Joe. Used her position to rake in the dough. Glad to do a friend a favor for a little stock advice. Yes. Insider trading proves that that's a money. Ukrainian money. Speaker of the House, crazy as a loon. Hope that she'll lose the gavel soon. A sentence she can't form, a thought she can't complete. In November, she must go down to defeat. She cannot remain the speaker underneath a giant dome. Nancy has to go. Let's send her and Joe to a home. Come on. Speaker of the House, but not for very long. All of her policies, they're dead. Speaker of the house, how clueless can she be? She may be even dumber than AOC! No! And uh, that word uh, of the word, the word, isn't it a beautiful word when you think of it? Uh, uh, Jim Gossett put that together for us. It said Jim Gossett Comedy, Jim Gossett, two S's, two T's, Jim Gossett Comedy.com. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Carson for Raycon Earbuds. A lot of people did not make a resolution this year. I didn't. I go to the gym year-round, actually. That doesn't mean you shouldn't still find a way to shake things up, whether it's by switching up your workout routine or going someplace new. Whatever way you challenge yourself this year, there's no better way than to do it with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears. Raycon wireless earbuds are the best way to bring audio with you because no matter how much you shake things up, literally no matter how much you shake, you know they won't fall out of your ears. Their everyday earbuds work, feel, and sound better than ever. There's also awareness mode for when you need to listen to your surroundings so you can take Raycons with you wherever you go. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Trust me. Raycons offer up to eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life, and they're priced just right. Right now, Newsmax listeners get up to 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash Newsmax. That's buyraycon.com slash Newsmax to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash Newsmax. 
Here are the words of Nina Jankowicz, resigning from her post. After six years dedicated to the study of disinformation, uh, called uh, Disinformatia by Joseph Stalin in 1923, and best practices in responding to it, I joined the Department of Homeland Security to be Executive Director of the Disinformation Governance Board with the intention of supporting the department's important work addressing disinformation that affects the homeland, or you could call it the fatherland. I don't know. With the board work paused and its future uncertain, I have decided to leave DHS to return to dinner theater. Uh, I mean, my work in the public sphere. It is deeply disappointing that mischaracterizations of the board became a distraction from the department's vital work. That sounds like disinformation about the Department of Disinformation. Because she's trying to tell the truth about it, and people are using disinformation to bring it down. So uh, why didn't you find the disinformation and stop it? I'm just saying. And indeed, along with recent events globally and nationally, embodies why it is necessary. No, not really. I maintain my commitment to building awareness of disinformation threats and trust the department will do the same, according to Jerkowitz. Jankowitz, here is uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre Beljean talking to Peter Ducey yesterday about the Board of Disinformation's dismantling. Follow-up to the Disinformation Board. Last week, you guys said that you needed this Disinformation Governance Board. Did she turn in her jackboots and her brown-shirted uniform? DHS, to make sure that freedom of speech is protected across the country. You got to do that when you quit at Walmart. You turn the vest in and that these platforms are not used for forms of disinformation so what changed look the department of, of homeland security they began their report re repeating that the board had been intentionally mischaracterized which is a little bit of what you were asking me and they were explicit about what it does and doesn't it does not do uh it was no not really because you kind of just unveiled it during testimony uh, with alejandro mayorkas a couple weeks ago uh, until that moment nobody knew anything about it never about censorship yeah it was it was all about censorship policing speech or removing content from anywhere yeah, the opposite is true its function was to keep homeland security officials aware of how sure it does wink wink bad actors including human smugglers uh, transnational cr criminal did she say trans uh, organization and foreign adversaries could use disinformation uh, to advance their goals as secretary marco said he has asked uh former candy out kid or dhs secretary using uh, a gobbledygook from the faculty lounge to try to uh, explain away something Secretary michael chernoff and former dag uh jamie gorlick to lead a thorough review this is the pause that i was talking about pause. an assessment as members of the bipartisan homeland security council advisory council the board will not convene during that period but the department i don't even know the board members to be quite honest and uh, nobody's told us exactly what the board wanted to do here's a little bit more from uh, uh jean Beljean. so if it's pausing because you think the board was mischaracterized then the disinformation board is being shut down just so it's not misgendered because that would be criminal because of disinformation is that what's happening here look i mean the the board was put forth for a purpose right to make sure shut down conservative speech that we before an election and an election year really did a, a uh, really did address what was happening across the country when it came to disinformation it's all right it's, it's, it's just going it's it's going to pause there's been a mischaracterization uh, from outside uh, outside forces and so now what we're going to do is going to we're going to pause it and we're going to do an assessment but the work does the work doesn't stop we're oh no no the work doesn't stop we're still doing everything we can to put down conservatism still going to continue the work the dhs is still going to continue the work. Uh, here is uh, senator tom cotton with a few words on the disinformation board john i'm glad to know that this orwellian ministry of truth is at least paused for the moment but i think it's important to realize that it's only pause 
because the American people found out about it. Yeah. The government has no business <laughs> refereeing disputes engaged in political campaigns or public debates. Especially with the woman in charge who has been explicitly anti-Republican, anti-Trump, uh, pro-Biden. If you don't like someone else's speech, the solution is more speech. It's not to use the Department of Homeland Security, for goodness sakes, to try to censor or label someone's arguments in the public sphere. You know, I think that Democrats often believe that disinformation and misinformation are simply facts. that Remember when uh, masks were effective about a year ago, cloth masks and six-foot social distancing, that was the information. If you said anything bad about those two things, that was disinformation. Well, reflect poorly on Joe Biden and the Democratic Party. So again, it's good that they finally came to their senses and paused this board. But Congress needs to act in the weeks ahead to ensure that it and nothing like it can ever be created again in the future. And you know what's really sickening is the mainstream media. They went ahead and lit their torches, man. They lit their torches and they were ready to go after conservatives. Remember when you used to talk about the me generation? I, I was really young. Was the me generation, was that the boomers? I guess I remember back in the 80s, they were saying, the me generation. Uh, boy, I tell you what, there has been no bigger me generation that's what's going on right now. Uh, the me generation, unfortunately, have been really uh, wrecking a lot of stuff. I'll just tell you that. They, they seem to have wrecked Netflix. Uh, they certainly wrecked Twitter. They really, really wrecked Facebook. Uh, they are uh, wrecking dialogue between people. They are wrecking uh, the gender lines between people. I could go on and on, and, and all it is is just absolute nonsense. Just uh, honestly. And yesterday, the, the height of it was when uh, one, this, this uh, little doofus was on Capitol Hill and uh, testifying about transgenderism. And uh, this was actually said. Dan Bishop is a uh, congressman, and he asked this question of a, uh, of a pro-abortion and uh, pro-trans activist. What do you say a woman is? I believe that everyone can identify for themselves. Okay. Um... Do you believe then that men can become pregnant and have abortions? Yes. Okay. I'm going to start taking birth control pills. Uh, I didn't realize all these years, and I've been married to my wife since uh, 2000, no, 1998. I've been married for 24 years. Oh, my God. What's next year? 25 years. What is that? What is that anniversary? Is it the platinum, silver? What it what is it, maybe it should be that because because the price of gas is so high maybe we should just call it uh, the gas uh, anniversary or or even more so maybe the formula anniversary because both those things are almost as valuable as precious metals but I we've been doing it wrong we've been doing it wrong and and I just want to say to my wife if she's listening and she's not uh, I want to say to my wife that uh, honey we've been doing it wrong I realize that uh, uh, you know I've always been the uh, uh, the pitcher and you've been the catcher and when it, when you consider a sexual reproduction that's generally how it's been done in the past that apparently is how it has been done in the past but I understand now thanks to uh, great people like have been speaking up in uh, in uh, Capitol uh, Hill hearings and in classrooms around America that are promoting transgenderism to four-year-olds and all that, that maybe, honey, we've been doing it wrong. And to prevent an unplanned pregnancy, I'm going to start taking birth control pills because the last thing you want is me getting pregnant. It is Rob Carson Show, special guest who I absolutely admire. Whenever she uh, goes viral with video, I check it out. Uh, Dr. Kelly Ward, chairwoman of the Arizona Republican Party, former Arizona state senator, physician, and best-selling author of the book Justified. 
Kelly Ward, oh, I, I might add also one tough cookie. Uh, Kelly Ward uh, joins us on the Newsmax Hotline. Good morning, sir, how, or ma'am. How are you? <laughs> Hey, hey, Rob, it's great. And I don't care what pronoun you use. Yeah, I you, know, know, you, I know. you could use whatever. I was really confused because the testimony on Capitol Hill yesterday where the woman said that a, a man can be pregnant. So I, I got a little confused. And, and Dr. Ward, I want your advice because um, I didn't realize until yesterday's testimony on Capitol Hill that men can get pregnant. And so I have already written my physician and I want to go on the pill. I, yes. <laughs> you know, the country is so confused. And, and that I did watch that lady. I'm not oh. using that term loosely. I watched her testimony and I just thought, how can she not be so embarrassed about what she is saying that basically uh, a woman should be able to choose to kill her child at any point, whether it's pre-born or after it's born, according to her, and that, yes, men can get pregnant. And as a physician, I'm just going to tell you, yeah. both of those things are wrong. Now, wait, 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 hold on. So you're telling me that I should talk to my doctor and say cancel the prescription for birth control? <laughs> well, you know, yes, I, I would say yes. We don't want to support Big Pharma yeah. any more than, than uh, necessary yeah. and uh, giving men Women's birth control pills would probably just yeah, be a plus, step plus, plus, I'm also in my mid-50s, so I may be post-menopausal at this point. Um, so, <laughs> menopausal. 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 I love that. I love that. So, I mean, you're a doctor, and I want to get into all of the things you're involved in, uh, but this is just such nonsense. And, and you admitted most people would be embarrassed, but shame is dead. Uh, shame yeah. is gone. And this is the nonsense. And I like to say these are the candy aisle kids. Uh, these are the kids who, um, you know, they created a non-candy aisle for kids, for parents who couldn't say no. And those kids are now in charge. And if they want yeah. something, they throw a tantrum. If they want something, they throw it. I don't like that college speaker. They're not going to come here. And then you cancel the speaker. They do that. Whenever they want something, they throw a temper tantrum. And it's time for the adults to take charge. And so if this childlike individual says that men can have babies, and, and if you try to say anything, that's too homophobic. You know what? It's time for adults to be in charge and say, no. Nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Um, so true. What? I mean, as a parent, you learn that you don't reward that kind of behavior because if you do, you get more of that behavior. And as a society, as a society we have rewarded this mental illness again and again yeah. and again, and we just keep getting more of it. The good news is I think the left has gone way too yes. far on abortion, on these transgender rights on their madness of saying that men can get pregnant, uh, Calvin Klein doing ads, showing uh, you know ridiculousness. Oh, God. Uh, it's gone too far. Too far. The, the Calvin, so I think the pendulum's swinging back our way to sanity. Yeah, well, think about this. In the last week, uh, in the last few weeks, a couple of things have, have come out that are just absurd. Yesterday saying a man can be pregnant. Uh, we also uh, had this idiotic uh, board which was going to censor free speech. Um, all of these things. Oh, and abortion and abortion. All of these things. Fortunately, uh, Dr. Ward, these have all been exposed. Oh, a thousand percent. Yes. We, because what the left does is they bully, bully, bully. They, they threaten to cancel. They do cancel. They have the cancel culture. But the important thing is that we of sanity need to continue to push the truth out there. And if one of us gets canceled, the next one picks up the, the baton and runs forward until they get canceled. And the next one, they have to know that it is never ending, that our truth will be put out 
no matter how many disinformation boards and karaoke singers running them that they have, <laughs> we will not sit down, we will not shut up, and we will not be shamed because we know we are doing what's right. Yeah, and the only other country that I know, well, there have been more, I'm sure, but the, the prime example of abortion until birth and after birth is communist China. Yes. And it's amazing. They are espousing the same thing with literal pride at a congressional hearing. That's dangerous, Dr. Ward. Yes, that is it is. Dangerous. And then we've got the World Health Organization attempting to hijack a treaty that was signed way back in 2005 to take over the sovereignty of our health decisions in the yes. United States of America. And Joe Biden and his cronies um, acquiescing to that. And I just don't think that America will stand no. for this. Americans will not stand for it. We are a sovereign nation, and we have to make sure that the people who are supposed to be leading it understand that not only can we not let it stand it cannot stand this decision cannot stand it's the same way with the debate of disinformation i said it will not and it cannot it cannot exist if we are going to exist as a civil society and as a free society before i dive into your new project which is uh, the america first nft non-fungible token let's talk real quick about uh 2000 mules um, I have not been told I can't talk about it or share clips of it, which is great because I saw it. And I know that you were very involved in some of the uh, the nonsense that happened in the state of Arizona. Uh, what did you have to think about the, the movie? And where do you suppose we are with regard to the analysis of the 2020 election and all of the chicanery? Right. I, I, the movie is spectacular. Yep. The yep. research that True the Vote did is is irrefutable. And the messaging that Dinesh D'Souza put together so that Americans and the world can understand it was spectacular. And I appreciate you for talking about it. And I hope that more, more news stations will talk about it because talking about it doesn't mean you agree with it. It means that you are willing to have people listen to news of the day, things that are important to them. And election integrity is on the mind of every American across this nation after we saw what happened in 2020. Um, watching what happened in Arizona in particular for me, obviously, as an Arizonan, was was appalling. I knew so much of this that had happened. I, yeah. The book you mentioned is yeah. justified, the story of America's audit. Yep. But seeing it on the big screen, seeing people go, go basically operate in a vast criminal conspiracy, there have got to be RICO violations here. It crosses borders and it crosses international borders, state borders and international borders in our case in Arizona, um, because people across the border in Mexico were involved in this as well. This this has got to be investigated by yes. law enforcement. Yes. There has to be penalty for these people who are stealing our very future. They're not just stealing elections. They're stealing the future of this great nation. And again, it is something that cannot stand. And you were in the heart of it, and you suffered a great deal of slings and arrows. They went after you, and this must have been unprecedented in your life uh, for some of the things that you went through. Uh, give us about 45 seconds on that, and then we'll get into your uh, the America First NFT. Well, you know, I am I am a wife. My, my husband was in the military for 33 years. We've got three awesome kids. I'm a family physician involved in my community, a Rotarian. Never did I think that simply getting involved in politics would bring the animosity, the yeah. hate, the, you know, the negativity yeah. into my life that it has. The, the thing that is wonderful for me is that I am a joyful person with a, yeah. a an immense faith 
in in God and I have a wonderful family. I have a great community and I am able to withstand those things. And I, hopefully I am able to give strength to other people knowing that I will take those slings and arrows. I, you know, I, I, I actually see myself as one of those, you know, those dolls you used to have when you were a kid or these those toys that you could punch them and they'd fall down. Oh, yeah, the, the, the inflatable ones. Them. Yes, my, yeah, bro- my right. brother actually and, used me for that. But go ahead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah, but, but they punch me and I stand back up. So yeah. they have actually created my invincibility because they've already thrown so much at me. What else can they do? I mean, I guess the J6 committee made me co- testify before them for no reason other than I'm a, quote, ringleader. Um, I was never in Washington on January 6th, but they still you know, want my phone records. Yes. They want to violate my constitutional rights, my God-given rights to privacy. And I fight them every step of the way. Good. A lot of people would be under the table sucking their thumb saying, mommy, mommy, <laughs> it's not me. I'm going to keep fighting them until I, you know, uh, until I can't. Yeah, um, yeah. And I don't know when that will be. Never, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, good for you because we're winning. We're will- winning, right. actually. There are a lot of wins, uh, most recent being the No More Disinformation Board. Let's talk about this America First NFT. For those who are not familiar, kind of set this up, and let's get into uh, where, where the profits are going to be going, or half of the profits anyway. Tell us about this. Right. Well, being, being uh, a Gen Xer myself, yeah, today, me too. I'm not Boom. a natural cri- crypto person, yes. <laughs> but I do think that crypto, there is a lot of potential in it. And these NFTs, the first one I saw was Melania and her beautiful eyes. And oh. I thought, what the heck is that? And so I've worked with Corey Gibson, who ha- actually happens to be a candidate out in Washington's yep. District 4, Washington State, to create the, the very first America First NFT series there are thousands of pieces of one-of-a-kind art that people can invest in. Um, there's also other things that are part of that, my book, Trips to Mar-Lago, et cetera, <laughs> that people can, can be a part of. You can invest in this crypto now while crypto is down. It's a great time. You yeah. can do it with a credit card. You don't have to have a crypto wallet. And most importantly, the money that comes in, we are going to use 50% of the proceeds to defend people who have been targeted by our government for expressing their First Amendment rights, as well as investing in America First candidates across the whole country who believe in putting America first, whether it's on the border, whether it's our Second Amendment, whether it's education, not, you know, we don't want this indoctrination, we want education, uh, whether it's economic success and making sure that people can prosper. Across the board, America First principles and candidates who espouse them, we are going to support them to help to reshape and and get this country back on the right path. I'm just checking out the website, uh, kellywardnft.com, if you'd like to check it out. You've got a, a lot of different ones. And, and you know, this is a, this is a pretty good idea. Uh, you know, I, I've not myself gotten into crypto, but this sounds like something that I could believe in. And there are a lot of people, I believe, a lot of investors would be very interested in this. Maybe some people who are chased away from Twitter who might come back and then also uh, support this. For those who don't understand what a, an NFT is all about, when they get their NFT, what exactly? I mean, obviously, you are uh, supporting um, a great cause and those uh, like-minded individuals who are fighting for freedom around the country. Um, mm-hmm. But what else do you get when you get that? Well, you get you get this digital piece of art that reflects the things that are historic right now. These they, they are becoming historic. It's okay. it's about election integrity. It's about justice. It's about freedom. Backing the blue. Um, it, you if you notice if you look at the website. 
some of those uh, those NFTs have tape over my mouth because yes. our First Amendment is being taken away from us. And this is a way to commemorate that, but also to put some real resources in to supporting the things that so many of us um, do hold dear okay. and um, defending, you know, defending people who stand up and speak the truth. Uh, there's a lot of people who don't have legal resources or or financial resources to have good legal resources, and we want to help them. Very good. Well, I'm going to post this all over social media. I wish you the very best. Um, you know, Dr. Kelly Ward, we are winning a lot of things. I know that you know it. The Hunter Biden laptop scandal was uh, revealed to be free. Black Lives Matter under investigation. Rumble and uh, Getter are gaining strength. 2,000 mules has been selling out. It's amazing. Uh, you know, it, there's some great things that are happening. It is a tsunami. Uh, and I And I know that you've been through so much. And I want to thank you for just... Uh, suffering through what you did and 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 standing up and saying BS. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be censored. I am entitled to my thoughts. I am entitled to my opinion. That's the most important thing. You are guaranteed by the First Amendment to have your opinion. And if you believe that the 2020 election was stolen using your own research, your own uh, uh, common sense, then that is your opinion, and it is protected. It will never be and should never be misinformation and disinformation. So I want to thank you for doing that, uh, Kelly. I really do. Thanks, thanks, Rob. Yes, I, you know, and that's what everybody has to be strong. And just like I said before, refuse to sit down, shut up, and be shamed because we are fighting for what's right. I'd love to keep in touch with people. You can find me on all the social media platforms at Kelly Ward AZ, Kelly with an I, because I care about the people. And of course, I have a website, kellyward.com, that's just my regular generic website. You can get to the NFT site from there and more. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.